0: This week on Ultra 64, we give the cold shoulder to a terrible Mortal Kombat spinoff. Get it? Because of the cold. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Steve. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Welcome to Ultra 64, the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. I'm Steve Guntling. I'm Woody Siskowski. Uh, Quick refresher for what we do on this show. I realize I haven't repeated the premise of our show very often for new listeners. I have a big Nintendo 64 collection. We're going through all of them in order. Well, not in order, in a random order. And just kind of completely in the order
1: that we have randomly assigned. Yes, in a order. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So we're just <gasps> we're going through randomly, and we're playing uh, Nintendo sixty four games just because we like them, and we're big old nerds. Well, we did. We, we like some of them. We like some of them. This one would not qualify. Today, the game we were talking about is Mortal Kombat Mythologies: Colon Sub Zero. Oh, you have to say the colon. They're you, very clear about that.
1: Well, I mean, it sets up that there's going to be a bunch of Mortal Kombat Mythologies games. Mortal Kombat Mythologies Jax, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Mythologies Scorpion.
0: Baraka? Mor- oh, yeah. I that one.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mortal Kombat Mythologies Kung Lao, where you have like a hat sharpening minigame. game, Ooh. where you get the whetstone and you just I, trim that hat. See,
0: all of these sound better than Sub-Zero. <laughs>
1: That's true. I feel... I'm... Do you think that Sub-Zero, would you say he's the face of the Mortal Kombat? Like, is he the most recognized character from Mortal Kombat? He
0: and Scorpion, yeah. But they're they're identical. They're just color swaps. The color but ninja. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so okay. Let, let's let's dig into this. Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero. It was released on the N sixty four in De- on December eighth, nineteen ninety seven. Published by Midway, developed by Avalanche Software, and we are in the bi- in the middle of a. This is uh, off topic a yeah. little bit, but we're in the middle of a Midway belt. Oh, good. Like, a lot of the games we're going to be playing coming up are going to be Midway. Well,
1: games. let's let's talk about that real quick. I yeah. am a big fan of Midway. Midway not, might be so. <laughs> my one of my favorite video game companies um Robotron in, uh 2084 is one of the best arcade games ever Sure. Um yeah. Smash TV an offshoot of that's really good. I love Smash TV. I like I, yeah. um I like most I like most of the Mortal Kombat games. Okay. Um and the sports games from Midway uh Blitz, Hangtime. Yeah. Those are great games. Um so I'm excited to play more Midway games. Um I'm sad that we had to start with this game as representation of Midway.
0: This one's rough. This isn't even a good representation of Mortal Kombat, which I think we've we've talked about this before. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be the area we where we have the biggest disagreement because I don't like Mortal Kombat. I just okay. never got the appeal. Mm-hmm. Let's let's back up. Let's okay. let's let's talk a little bit more about this mm-hmm. game. This was uh it was also released on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh and well, it was all the, f- all the Mortal Kombat games were multi Mid-
1: Midway was one of the um yeah, Midway was pretty committed to going to all the platforms they could, um, since most of their games were just ports of arcade games in yeah. the first place, so you might as well port them to multiple systems. I
0: don't yeah. think this was a port of an arcade this game. This was not. This was strictly for consoles. Um, this was the first attempt at kind of a, a sub-series, like kind of like you said, like a Mortal Kombat Mythologies series, where there was going to be a bunch of different games with a bunch of different characters. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm burping already. Um well this... here,
1: let me let me take over for a sec. Please. Uh while so you will you burp the night away. Um thank you. Yeah. Um I like Mortal Kombat, um mm-hmm. the main the main series. I think they're they're pretty fun. I like the um the characters are pretty goofy. Um and Mortal Kombat Trilogy, I think it's a good fighting game. Um but The single-player modes in the Mortal Kombat games are awful. Every single one, they would have tremendously unfair AI that Mm -hmm. would basically just learn and respond to what you did. So you would jump up to kick them, and then they would jump up and kick you. They would hit you with these huge combos, and it was just, it's terrible. So I don't think the idea of having a Mortal Kombat single-player game that takes place in the universe is a bad idea.
0: I, I yeah I actually wrote that down I, I think this is a great idea because I agree with you I, I don't like I don't care for the games themselves I don't think I think they're very stiff and they're just not fun to play and I always feel like anytime I'm trying to execute some kind of combo I'm just like a fist's length too far away, and there's no precision on it. You can't, sure. like, inch any
1: closer. Or the jumps kind of are all in a set length.
0: They're all very awkward, and just using the the FMV, like, characters of live actors, like, instead of pixel sprites, it just gives you so much less control. But I liked... I like the series, like, the mythology yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a cool and setting. And I like the characters and, you know, like we, we were talking, about, I kind of like the movie's a guilty pleasure, you know. And, yeah, there's... I, I would be in favor of, like... And I like this idea when when like companies do this and I feel like they were trying to do this with the, uh, the X-Men movies. They were going to do like X-Men origins Wolverine, which mm-hmm. was too awful. And then they canceled immediately everything else they were going to be doing. <laughs> so this is, this is the X-Men origins Wolverine of the more 100% is. It's like a one-to-one <laughs> correlation. And, uh, but it's a good idea to me. I, I like the idea of digging in on some of these characters and getting into the backstories and maybe trying different genres that they normally wouldn't be comfortable in. So this they is... did a bunch technically, of... Technically, this is like a side-scrolling, beat-em-up adventure platformer game. Yeah.
1: They did a bunch of weird things as sides in the later Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. Um, in the PS2 one, I think, Armageddon, there was a kart racing game. There was, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was nuts. And... Um, and then there was also, like, a puzzle game in one of them as a, as a side story. Yeah. There's been a few... Um, full spin off games from Mortal Kombat. Um, hmm. another one that came out I don't I think it came out after this one only for Playstation. It's called Mortal Kombat Special Forces.
0: Well yeah let's um, get into that one okay. because that was that was in the works to be the next Mythologies game. Okay. It was going to be Mortal Kombat Mythologies, Jax. Um, okay. Because it stars Jax Briggs, yep. you know, who's a tough-talking guy with a metal arm sometimes. Well, he has
1: two metal arms.
0: Oh, he has two metal arms Yeah, now. one of okay. the best
1: fatalities, It turns them into blades and
0: chops his opponent
1: up. Oh, very right. nice. Jax okay. is one of my favorite characters.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so he he was getting his own game. Uh, so, But <laughs> first, the Sub-Zero game came out, and uh, it got... A pretty uh, lukewarm response, I think. Would you, it, it got, it would just, you say that its response was sub zero? Oh, it was roughly it was it was about a D, average, oh, okay, a D ish. I don't know. <laughs> um. So yeah. anyway, it, it's so this game, the uh, Sub Zero, broke about a million units worldwide, which is like kind of just enough to justify exploring the series a little yeah. bit, but. So they had a version of uh, Mortal Kombat Special, Force, Special Forces planned for N64, and they debuted it at E3, in, I think 1999, and it got just completely obliterated by <laughs> journalists who played it, and it was just this unplayable mess of a game. And so uh, Midway decided to kind of cut their losses; they canceled the N64 version, decided to focus all their energy on the PlayStation version, that came out in 2000. Was critically reviled. It's the lowest selling game in the series, uh, and it just effectively put a pin in that little chapter of Mortal Kombat history. And eventually, they got back to their fighting game roots on the PS2, and the, and and it's still going today. Like this Mortal Kombat X for PS4, which is a lot of fun. Um, they've handed the series over to NetherRealm, uh, and they they also do the Injustice games. Well, I think NetherRealm was
1: just the company that Ed Boon started, who's the creator oh, of Mortal yeah. Kombat. Um, I think when Midway Games got bought by Warner Brothers. Um, Ed Boon started his own company just focusing on fighting games. Yeah, Because um, NetherRealm is one of the themes of the Mortal Kombat game. That's right. where yeah, you yeah. go where they summon Earth's warriors to fight. It's part of their mythology. Yes, exactly. Oh. Which we'll learn more about right now as you tell us the story of I Mortal mean, we Kombat. We kind Zero. of
0: learn more about it. Yeah, the the PlayStation version of this uh has a bit of an advantage over this one because since the PlayStation had uh video capabilities, they were able to stage just this absolutely hilariously low rent uh version of the plot with like live actors in these spirit Halloween costumes and it looks like they shot in a church rec room. Like it looks horrible, it's poorly acted, it's terrible, but it's hilarious. Okay. And if you go to ultra64podcast.com, I'm gonna include a link to the you can watch all the cutscenes. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go there right now. That sounds great. It's a pretty great website. I'll be, I'll be right back. Glint. That was the glint in my eye. That it was I'm gonna add that in and post.
1: Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I saw your glint from outside
0: and I had to come back. I'm like, oh what's he see, glinting what the about the hell was in there? That? Yeah. Um so yeah, it had this really corny, goofy live action thing, which is kind of the only reason to recommend this game in any capacity at all. But the N64 version subbed it out for, like, still frames of those videos. So we still get to see the live actors, but now it's just still frames with text underneath. Much like... It makes me realize, like, the Space Invaders that we played that had the opening oh, credits of just yeah. the still frames. I kind of wonder if it was the same deal. I wonder if that was animated on PlayStation. That's
1: odd for me, because Mortal Kombat 4 for Nintendo 64, which I played quite a bit, yeah. um, has video cutscenes with voice acting at the end. Um, I don't think... They, it's not yeah. recorded with actors. It's just...
0: They figured random. out how to do it. Like, uh, eventually Resident Evil 2 comes out on N64, and it's a really, really good port, like, with all the full voice acting and everything in it. So uh, they can do it. It's just they didn't. This was kind of a rush job, I think. So they rushed it out. Um, it's So it's basically a side scrolling 'em up action-adventure game. But the only problem with that is they didn't... Modify the controls at yeah, all, up, or modify anything. You, yeah, so it yeah. plays
1: like a fighting game. Yeah. Up still jumps. There's four different attack buttons. There's a block. There's a run button.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and one of the things that's really awkward about it, amongst the many, many things, is there's a turn button. Ugh. Usually in Mortal Kombat, since it's just a one-on-one fighting game, you always face your opponent. Yeah, you'll um, automatically... So if yeah. you jump around them, you'll turn to face them again. This game, you actually have to press a button to turn, which leads you to walking away from your opponent a lot, um, having people come behind you. There's these really annoying, just on the first level, there's these crushers Ugh, um, that I just crushers. were a giant drag. Um, that because,
0: all right, so, like, you know, this is a pretty common video game staple, these big things that come down from the ceiling and yeah. crush you. You know, that's common. But these ones don't get triggered until you're fully halfway into the frame. Yeah. All right, so there's there's... No real way to anticipate it. Like, you're just moving along through a level and all of a sudden splat. And because the fighting game controls are so imprecise, you can't really move smoothly through these. If you walk, you'll get smashed. And if you run, you'll go too far and get hit by the, the second next one. one. Yeah, there's,
1: a, there's not precise spots of where you stand. There seems to be only... If you just tap forward on the pad, you mm. still move forward like two steps. There yeah. seems to be set places where your character can stand yeah. and it doesn't move a natural distance. Yeah, like you said, I think "imprecise" is a very precise word to describe it's this game.
0: Really, it's painful. But so you this this the beginning of the game opens with you storming this temple in China. You don't really know There's no real explanation why you're there. You just kind of dropped into the action. But if you're able to make it through this level, which uh, Woody barely was. I couldn't I had to stop playing it because I was getting rage You played th- you played this game about
1: ten minutes. I played about oh,
0: forty. Jesus Christ, oh. this game pissed me off so bad. It made me angry watching you play because I'm like like you're good at Mortal Kombat and you like it and you're good yeah. at this game and you're still getting just destroyed by random bullshit.
1: Yeah, guys will kick you into um you'll kick you back and you'll get crushed. Oh wait, uh, let's talk about um the first so you get to a ledge,
0: mm. oh, God. Um, right at the
1: beginning. This gosh. was this was insane. <laughs> you get we're playing on medium, just a normal default difficulty the yeah. first time. So you get to a ledge, and you can't. You just see the end of the ledge. It's just unclear where, where you're supposed to go or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I get we're just like, okay, let's just jump off the ledge.
0: Yeah, which we do.
1: We do, and then we die, and we're like, okay, that didn't work. So I say, Steve, will you look up an FAQ on the phone? Mm-hmm. So thank goodness for whoever decided the right way to spend their time Man, was to write an FAQ on Mortal Kombat I Mythology. cannot imagine so, that. You
0: know? And let me tell you, too, they did a really good job. They made little, uh, like sprites of all the items in it, but, like, just using text and, like, like an ASCII code or whatever, like... There's a, there's a special place in heaven reserved for those FAQ creators They did it. They Games. did a great job, especially because, of like, almost all of the distruc- instructions were walk to the next room, fight a guy. Yeah. Walk to the next room, fight a guy. But this ledge was super
1: confusing. What you have to do is you jump straight up and tap forward... Tap forward so Sub Zero will land directly on the ledge, mm-hmm. which it's will trigger the railing. Yeah, yeah, and which then... will trigger a special animation for him to jump down, land on an awning, and then jump off. I... It's the...
0: unbelievably counterintuitive. Because... When you play on
1: easy mode, they give there's a tablet that appears that yeah. tells you vaguely what you're supposed to do. But when you play on normal, is nothing there. Yeah, they just randomly expect you to know how to do the most unintuitive thing I have ever seen in a video game
0: it's because even if we intuit like we did we intuited okay we're supposed to go off this ledge there's nowhere else for us to go let's go off this ledge so we do and we die so we're being punished for experimenting with that and
1: even, even when i barely jumped over the ledge i still died even though i hit the awning that he normally hits when you trigger it correctly so you have to do it this super precise way and then, the, oh, there's another area where you climb a rope to a bell. Yeah. Um, that goes nowhere. Goes nowhere uh, initially, and then I jumped off that rope and died. Um, and once if... you get later and beat the boss, mm. the bell opens and you can keep going. But again, there's but... no
0: indication of that, and you would feel like the the rational game design thing to do would be to. Alright, yeah, you can climb up the rope, but it caps off at the first roof.
1: Yeah, you don't so climb that way, up three screens You're not wasting your time
0: and dying trying to get back down. Because we you got up there, you tried to move back down, and it made you jump and you felt your death. Yep. So, it's just completely counterintuitive. But, it, we were able to manage to get through to the boss fight, which is Scorpion. Yep.
1: Um, Who doesn't really... I'm sure you fight Scorpion again, since he's sort of your arch nemesis. But um, he doesn't have any of his special moves. There's no spear, get over here. He doesn't really Um, put up a fight. No. Sub-Zero, actually, you don't start with any special moves in this game. You can't do the ice ball or anything like that. Um, It has an experience point system where you gain these abilities, which are performed the same way as they are in the fighting game.
0: And again, a, a glimmer of a good idea there. Like... I like that. Like you work your way through, and you have to earn your powers back, because this game canonically <laughs> takes place before the events of the first Mortal Kombat. game. Oh, I
1: didn't
0: know that. Okay. Uh, so, spoiler alert: it, it's going to end. The game ends with uh, Shang Tsung coming to Sub Zero and inviting him to fight the tournament.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad you spoiled that
0: for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can. You'll, you'll watch the video later. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna play through this whole game when I get home. So obviously, like,
0: our internet research showed this game takes between five and eight hours to complete.
1: Took us about an hour and a half to get about halfway th- or an hour to get about halfway
0: through level two. Yeah. I cannot imagine playing this for more than that. I was done <laughs> well before that. Um, so once you beat Scorpion then we and you climb out of the Bell Tower, then you do get the first glimmers of a plot. Uh, we learned that Sub-Zero is a member of the Ling Kuei Chinese Warriors uh, and I did not know that he was Chinese and uh, uh, Sub- is, Scorpion, or, Scorpion is, uh, is Japanese. Japanese. He's yeah, a ninja. I didn't know that either. So, uh, and they're rivals, and they're enemies, and we don't know why exactly, but they just hate each other. I think uh, it's like a, a Green Lantern thing. He doesn't like that he's wearing yellow. It just angers him. So. Well, then wouldn't he be enemies with Reptile, the
1: green ninja? I mean.
0: Yeah, I guess that would make more sense. I keep forgetting there's all these palette-swapped, lazy-ass there ninjas so many of the red one. Like, they they yeah. just
1: did a the purple one, Rain. They, did, they just oh, did fun. a solid black one. Smoke. Noob, they did Noob Cybot. Who they just Which had uh, yeah, uh, to the yeah. and they just got rid of the color palette on him. Well then they but... brought
0: in like the androids like Cyrax and yeah. then they were palette swapped. Oh, i so excited
1: to play it. What a great game, Mortal Kombat
0: We're actually is. getting to that one pretty soon. Like oh, that's a great. that's well, why I'm holding off on giving a lot of history of Mortal let Kombat. Let me uh
1: but... let me give some history of myself in Mortal Kombat. Please. I am a big uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm am a combat head, a combatant with the sure. K. Um it's always been my fighting game of choice, Mortal Kombat 3 and its many offshoots. Um, They did a contest on... A contest. With a K. K. Uh, Swap Um,
0: all of our hard K sounds with a K. Like, whether it's a C um, or not, it's all K, this episode.
1: On GameSpot.com, they Mm. did a Mortal Kombat contest where you made a fan video showing why you were the biggest uh, Mortal Kombat fan. Tell me this exists somewhere. uh, It it does. You you actually... There's an episode of uh, Giant Bomb. You know the Giant Bomb website? Which was sort of the offshoot of GameSpot? Right. Um... Where they actually stumble upon my video later and they oh watch god. it um, and watch it live and make fun <laughs> of me. Um, because I'm in high school and I have this, um, it's like a seven minute video and I oh have these god. sort of offshoot um, knockoff TV shows like Cooking with Kano. Um, <laughs> where I have this fake eye laser that I use to roast fish. Oh my and god, then I I'm like so slice it with a knife. I cannot um, wait to watch this. And then there's one where I do a, a cops parody with, uh, <laughs> you know, cops. With Kate. Yep. Um,
0: with, where That'd I, be Jackson where Sonya, right? No, How'd I was actually Stryker. Oh. Um, Stryker is the, another cop guy, yeah, right?
1: Jackson Sonya are special forces. Oh. Okay. Stryker is really a traditional cop. He's got a gun and a nightstick mm. and bomb for some reason.
0: This fatality um, is called um, Move Along Now, and it's yeah,
1: Irish. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I believe the joke there was I just beat someone up, and then. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not great in retrospect. I'm excited. But, um, and then I have the voiceover oh saying God. brutality. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of mileage out of the Shao Kahn voiceovers. I'm so into this. I
0: cannot wait to watch this. Um,
1: I can't even remember what the name I'll I'll give you the link uh, on YouTube. I'll put to that on the, website, yeah, because put on the we, website. We need
0: to share this with the world. This is amazing. Oh, my so God. That, that is the level
1: of uh, fandom I have. Mortal Kombat. I did yeah. not win the fucking contest. How could you do that? Even though I put like a lot of work into this video, I think Jesus. that they wanted some I think some guy who like showed his Mortal Kombat tattoo won. Oh god. I think the easy. restrictions were like it had to be less than two minutes and I went a little overboard.
0: <laughs> but you can't be reined in. It's you know, your magnum exactly. opus, you yeah. know? Oh man, I am so excited to see that. I, I mean my only experience with Mortal Kombat was uh I I mean everybody in elementary school was obsessed with it because it was this verboten thing. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. did you hear about this arcade game where you can rip this guy's spine out? Mm -hmm. Like, it was so hardcore and so violent and so controversial. I finally got a copy of it for Game Gear. (laughs) I had a second Game Gear. Okay, so my, my parents, God bless them, they have the innate gift of giving us the exact wrong technology. When iPods came out, I got a Zune. I got Christmas. a Zune. When, when Game Boy was out, I got a Game Gear for Christmas. So like, it was always the exact wrong one. I got, like, I think when Nintendo 64 came out, I got a Sega Genesis that year. Oh man. Which was already like, well, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, wow. I love my Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But yeah, so <laughs> that's a digression, but I had it for Game Gear and, uh, Some kid convinced me to trade it to him for an X-Men game, because I was way into X-Men. That seems like like a good trade. But then the moment I traded it to him, uh, I look over at the screen, and he starts playing it, and he's punching in the blood code, like, that's unlock all the gore that you can get in the game. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know this was a thing. Can we trade back? And he's like, no, no, play your crappy X-Men game. I promise you got ahead on that. Mortal
1: Kombat for Game Gear is... Super terrible. Mortal Kombat for in, any handheld. I believe, yeah, I believe it exists for just Game Boy. Which I, I do
0: remember, I think Mortal Kombat Advance yep. got the lowest score in the history of EGM, which was my game magazine of choice back in the day. But it was the first game to ever get a 0.0. Yeah, I
1: guess uh, there's a lot of crap that has the Mortal Kombat name on it. Crap Even though for... yeah. <laughs> Even though I am a fan of Mortal Kombat, like... It, they they really pimped the it's shit bad. out of it. Oh, it's bad. Um, there's I think there's a real bad computer animated video. Um, yeah. One of my friends has that is just super weird animation.
0: Um, and there's been so yeah they did the first movie which was uh, dumb and harmless fun, but it yeah. was it was a box office hit. And then uh, they made Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which was it looked like it was shot in someone's backyard. It was. Hot garbage. It's like the worst movie. It's one of the worst, cheapest looking movies to ever hit number one at the box office. Oh, I
1: didn't know it was so It successful. did in, in
0: 1997. It just passed its 20th anniversary, but it's ridiculously bad. It's almost fun in how bad it is, but it's also just a headache inducing. But apparently, there's been rumors swirling around of like a new stab at the Mortal Kombat series. <laughs> They they did a couple of like webisodes a few years ago that made them like more gritty and realistic. And I those think were those were just well,
1: fan made.
0: I think they were, but they were fairly well received, um, and that kind of sparked some interest in it. And they would definitely be better than the cutscenes in this game, which are slideshows. Yeah. We I think we got just <laughs> completely sidetracked on the plot on this, but. Apparently, Sub-Zero had been hired out by this evil sorcerer named Quan Chi. Who is
1: one of the main antagonists in Mortal Kombat
0: 4. And this was his video game debut. Okay. Uh, he, he uh, well, at least his home console debut. Sure. He, he was originally uh, introduced in 1996 TV series Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. Hmm. And he didn't become a, a playable character until Mortal Kombat 4, which it was released in arcades uh, earlier this year in 1997, but uh, it didn't come out for Nintendo 64 till, uh, 98. Uh, so this was technically his home console debut. Uh, and he's still a character used today, he's still in the new games, and he's he's fairly popular now. But he is the main antagonist of this game. He's hired both Sub-Zero and Scorpion to try and retrieve this map of the elements from this Shaolin Temple. And his end game is to, uh, defeat all the four elements inside this other temple, and awaken this ancient god and gain infinite power. And
1: Sub-Zero, due to his control over cold, has a special advantage over all mortals. He does. He's not particularly explained, but... I-, I
0: loved it how he explains, like, okay, there are four elements. There's earth, water, fire, and air. And your mastery over the element of cold will give you the special edge. So it's like, all right... So just there's five name. elements. Yeah. So cold is an element. So it's hot also an element. So there's six. Then there's hot dog. That's a, the that's seventh element. Is a hot dog. And then just cloud. Um, no, love. Uh, love is an element. Yeah. I mean, it, it just keeps going forever and ever. So that's about all the plot I care about. So, this. I mean, if you were hoping for any kind of in-depth look at Sub-Zero as a character, or who he is, or what motivates him, or if he's even a good or a bad guy, you don't really know. This game isn't really going to tell you. Um, so you can project onto him whatever you want. He's your, he's your Mary Sue, I guess. I mean, he's just, he's whatever. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they botched the execution and they botched the kind of cool potential of the storyline on this one.
1: Yeah, so the first level is was a super annoying temple with the crushers that drove us nuts. Yeah. The second level is, I think, this air temple. Um, Temple of Wind or something, which the game becomes full-fledged platformer at this point, bearing in mind that you're pressing up to jump at this time, and you're going a fixed distance. It's really hard to adjust where you're going in the air. And so you have to jump from platform to platform... Many of which you can't see. Like, you're taking these blind jumps yeah. down places. Uh, you get carried by the wind, um, which is a very funny animation of just Sub-Zero sort of just crouching hovers. in the air and hovering forward. Yeah, he looks
0: like he's squatting, and then he just all, all of a sudden starts hovering. And we don't know what's going on. It's like, is this glitching out, or can we do something, or... Yeah. um, And then you're asked to jump onto all these platforms that you can't see.
1: Yeah, and then some platforms
0: just collapse, which caught us by
1: surprise. Yeah. And And then you get to a point where the platforms are rotating with this 3D effect coming towards the screen, and you have to time it so that you're jumping from one rotating platform to the
0: next. And That was, like, Um, fairly forgiving, at least more than I was expecting it to be. I was expecting it just to be the ultimate. It looked like you're trying to land on these, like... It looked like a Hershey's peanut butter cup on a stick, or Reese's peanut butter cup, sorry. Excuse me, Horatio Hershey. (laughs) I assume that's his name. Yeah, no, that is his name. (laughs) And and Dan Reese. Yep. Guest on our podcast. Former Mario Party (laughs) player who would now be offended. Um, Yeah, but it it played a little better than I thought it would, Uh, which I guess, you know, you got to take the little blessings when you can find them. Yeah. that was that was about when we stopped when
1: we got to the I jumping think. platform. Um, we yeah we were playing yeah. on very easy mode at this point. I'm not sure the difficulty made a huge difference. I think we got more items. There was oh there's an item oh, yeah. system.
0: Uh, so you access your menu uh, by pressing start. No Z. no not start Z. <laughs> start pauses and already you're most people are probably playing with the D pad at this point just cuz it's less awkward. So if you want to access your button, you're reaching around the back with your middle finger trying to hit the Z button. It's terrible. Um, but you can collect items to heal yourself or you can collect the tablets that we talked about that gave you clues, which for some reason you can use the tablets for no effect. It just they, makes them disappear. You keep
1: your you got a good combatant keeps his inventory neat and tidy, Steve. I guess. That's,
0: I mean, it's like the but if you want to refer code. back to it later, you can't. The one mildly clever thing you can do is you can uh, combine with a K. uh, To actually, no, they didn't do it with a K. (laughs) That's true. They didn't. They missed an opportunity there. Yeah, you can combine
1: one, um, like a potion with herbs to make it. But that's just a rip off of Resident Evil. I mean, that exact. I don't think it counts as clever. It's uh, clever with a K. Yeah, it's 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 clever enough for
0: them to rip off something from a better game. I guess. Um is there any more is there any more to say about this game? So, I mean that's that's the
1: extent of how far we got. I, it's just I, a big nothing there's burger. There's probably game, a lot more game to it than we saw. I mean, it seems to have some sort of story and there's clearly more temples that we were gonna go to. But
0: yeah, do do yourself was, a favor. I I'm like I said, I'm gonna post the video online. Watch the cutscenes. Uh they're hilarious, and you can watch all of them in twenty two minutes and get the whole gist of it and save yourself eight hours of so, just an unplayable game. It is so awkward. It's so hard to get through and it's just a misfire on every level, I think. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So
1: but the are, question uh,
0: is, where does this rank now? All right. So this is going to get a little weird, Steve. Okay.
1: Um I'm kind of a hipster. Oh, I like no. I like to like things uh before they're cool. I like to like things ironically. Sure. And you know, liking video games ironically is a slippery slope cuz you still have to play them. Yes. Um I'm but afraid of where this is going. <laughs> I, this game is terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's, awful. it's really bad. I came today, and I'm like, well, Steve, I'm glad we don't have to play Nagano Olympics again, because there's no way this is going to be worse than that. Yeah. This game was much worse. Much worse. Uh, much worse. The controls are super stiff. It's imprecise. You get crushed by super frustrating things. Yeah. The game mechanics are consistently terrible, um, jumping to platforms you can't see without yeah. being able to control. But I was pretty entertained in try- seeing what sort of terrible thing what kind of awful game mechanic would happen next. Okay. Um, there's still a variety of levels. With Nagano Olympics, you knew what you were going to get. Yeah. You knew that um the downhill skiing was and it was all boring and all super in- uninteresting. This game is certainly boring. Yeah. But like it's really bad and it's yeah. bad in like you're like god, I can't believe that this game was designed in this way, and so I I'm gonna definitely rank it higher than Nagano Olympics, really? which okay. I
0: just
1: found super boring. Um, what what do I have? Uh, Let me pull I, up the I, list. Yeah, I I, I almost want to rank it higher. Um,
0: just so our our rankings, and again for the new listeners, we are ranking the games as we go. So don't don't take this as saying that like. What we have as the number one game right now is the number one game on the system, although it might be close. But uh, we're just ranking them as we go. Our okay, lists are so pretty much the same. At this they're point. fairly There's similar. There's a slight at this point. difference
1: between Mario Party and yeah. Fighter Destiny. Woody,
0: you, your list right now is Banjo Kazooie, number one game on yeah. the system, Fighter Destiny 2, Mario Party, Fighter's Destiny, Space Invaders, and Nagano Winter Olympics. So okay. you would say this goes above that. You know what?
1: I'm going to put this above Space Invaders.
0: What? You are insane. You are I, insane. I would play hours of that Space Invaders before this. This game, hours of it. It, was, it was surreal in
1: how frustrating it was. Wow. And just how irritating and bizarre. And I kind of, wa- like I said, I kind of wanted to keep playing and see what would happen. Space Invaders, yeah. I didn't feel like was going to throw anything weird or unexpected at me. Whereas I feel like this game is just going to, you get later and you get to a point where things just start randomly falling from the sky and killing you. I
0: I get that to a degree but also it's just it's it's not just like throwing random shit at you it's poor it's throwing bad decisions at you it's yeah. it's throwing bad choices and lazy game design I think this is among the worst games I have played on the system like oh, I think yeah. it's absolutely no question about it. I think we're in accord we're in accord, about accord the on quality this. of the game We're in accord on this uh but, but to I me, think I, would... I think to you you you'd prefer Something to be noteworthy and bad than just bland? Yes, I I
1: agree with that. Which Um, I can
0: understand. I can understand. And I Um, mean,
1: when we're talking about Space Invaders, Nagano Olympics, or Mortal Kombat Mythologies, like, they all suck. Like, you shouldn't play any of these games. Um, But if you're going to play one for some weird reason, this is the one I would think you'll have the most memories of. I mean, you, you remember playing this game from many years ago.
0: I did, yeah, uh, just because I knew, I remembered being bad. It was one of the few games my roommate had, and uh, he he defended it. But I think then, like, he played it a couple years after the fact when it was popular and well, popular, air quotations yeah. with a K. Um, <laughs> but they, it's. It does not hold up and it's not good. So, well, I, mean, I, I feel true. like I, I'm going to meet you halfway here. Yeah. I will say Nagano is a little worse than this just because of how bland it is and how like opaque and, and just snooze-inducing. But Space Invaders is a metric mile better than this. And I don't know how long a metric mile is. It's probably somewhere like twelve metric fuck tons. It's the
1: it's the, it's however long the distance is between Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub Zero and Space Invaders. And and you just measure that, and that's how long a metric. Well, left. we
0: talked in the first episode about how in the future they're going to be replacing numbers with banjo kazooie. That's right, one, and banjo, banjo, banjo two e, banjo three e. Yeah. So they'll replace uh, uh, distances with Mortal Kombat mythologies. <laughs> so this is exactly twelve Mortal Kombat mythologies from Space Invaders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So it's garbage, but yeah, I will, I will put it slightly above Nagano. uh, It's, it is objectively a worse game in almost every sense, but it's more interesting.
1: You're right. I'm, I'm being, I'm being a hipster here. (laughs) You're totally right. Um, Space Invaders is a much more playable game, and it has a co op mode that we were able to play yeah. together.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, and it had that cool big laser that You know what? I'm going to gonna, I'm gonna match like you.
1: Laser. You're right. I'm okay. sorry, Space okay. Invaders. i I, I feel like we, you under the bus again. We
0: compromised a little bit here because yeah. I was prepared to put this dead last. But I think
1: Congress could learn a thing or two from us, Steve. I think Wait. they could.
0: I think they could. We need to Ultra reach across 64 the aisle. for president. <laughs> we could not possibly be doing worse. You
1: elect a podcast.
0: well tune in next week thank you so much for tuning in this week but also tune in next week because our uh, Midwayathon is continuing do you know what game we're playing Uh, is it Robotron 64 no it's not that but uh, we are going to have to get a couple buddies over here because we're playing Gauntlet Legends which uh, is a a pretty from what I recall a pretty fun little four player uh, game so we're going to see who we can uh, gather up and bring some buddies over here to play games Red
1: Warrior needs food badly real badly
0: Real badly.
1: One more thing about Midway. They really yeah. delivered on the quality uh, of voiceovers. I really like the NBA hang time announcement. That guy's
0: great. That um, the guy's
1: great. Shao Kahn um, from all the Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. Um, he's great. Are they
0: still around? Um, Midway? I don't remember. No, they got, they, they bought, got bought by out. Okay. Warner
1: Brothers. So we'll we'll talk about that at a at a very future date. A far um, future date. But all right, they, well,
0: we're, we have no shortage of Midway games on the N64. They're one of the most prolific developers for the system. They're all over it. So um, well, I would one more thing yeah. to uh
1: go out with. Speaking of Shao Kahn, I mm. would describe this particular podcast as outstanding. <laughs>
0: And thank you for that special guest, Shao Kahn. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us online, ultra64podcast.com. That's also our Twitter handle and our Gmail address. Please drop us a line. We're on Facebook as well, so keep an eye on that space. We might have something special coming up. Just a little little sneak preview thing I've got cooked up. It's going to be a while, but still, just a little sneak preview I've got coming up for you guys. So uh, tell a friend, and you know what? Go on that, uh, go on that old iTunes app there, and give us a five star rating, and uh, say that you know we are the ultimate fatality of a video game podcast. Because for all I know, we could be. Yeah. I don't know what it means. No, that I sounds mean, great. We could be a bay We could be a boss bay Yeah.
1: You you would be the bay Steve. Would I? I would
0: be. Do you remember? Okay, this is again off track, and this is probably going to be talked about again later but like do you remember hearing rumors that there was like a ality? yes oh my I god
1: I, there, there's so many elements to mortal kombat trilogy that are super obscure yeah. and hard to unlock like you can animality people by turning into a giant dragon yeah. or something yeah but you can only do these if you like don't run during the fight or go to match three or there was a mercy mechanic where it would go to finish them and you would bring him back to life.
0: Yeah. All this stuff was super weird it's and very, very I don't specific, know how anyone stuff.
1: would ever figure it out.
0: Yeah, but. you just have to, and especially in the arcades which is where most people were figuring yeah. out. out. So the just...
1: di- idea of a nudality... Doesn't seem that far fetched. It's not that far fetched. I don't think it was a real I don't thing.
0: think it ever happened, but it's like for a while, like people were uh, the schoolyard rumors where there was a nudality yeah. and there's a babeality and there's a friendship mode and there's a, and a lot of these were true, but the, Nude one never I feel actually turned like out.
1: There was rumors of nudity in basically any game. Oh my god! I, I, I definitely remember the, there was talk of nudity in Super Mario RPG. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I was—I was did so not expect to go in that direction. I knew the the <laughs> Tomb Raider one, but now, yeah. yeah anyway, we're so, getting way off track. This is going to be for Tomb Raider cast or for nude cast. We, yeah, one nude of those cast two. Where we talk about all the nude <laughs> myths in many games. You, you hear there might be boobs in this one? Yeah. Let's buy it. It's the boob rating. The boob cast. This is our This is our voices for Boobcast just because we're like real creepy yeah. uh, anyway my creepy voice is the same as my regular this voice it's the same one yeah, yeah. No, I gotta go a, creepy it's a curse <laughs> okay. alright everybody thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time bye outstanding finish you Shao Kahn
1: wins that was actually that kind of has like a creepy tone at the end sure yeah.